Good morning, everyone. Continuing in our learning together of Suki de Zimra, and we're in the middle of Hodu after finishing the first part of it, finishing with Romu Hashem al um, As the Ramam mentions in, in Simon and Bays, that if a person comes late to davening, he, if he has time, he should go until there, implying that there's two sections where to Hodu, the first part, as you mentioned in the previous year, and now we're up to the next part. And the Ramam mentions that the next <coughs> section of Hodu is really just a leaker of different psukim found in Tehillim, um, and, and there are many different places. Uh, his, his, the Rebin Yakar, however, quotes that there's actually 20 psukim, if you include Ramamu Hashem al um, those two psukim, and the continuation from where we're going to be beginning, which is corresponding to the 22 letters of the Aleph Beis. Um, it's not clear what the significance of that connection is, potentially... Um, maybe in a more mystical sense that the 22 letters of the are correspondent to the letters that are used to create the world and we're mentioning 22 psukim to highlight Hashem's involvement in the world in terms of structure it seems to be that there are seven parts seven subsections in this part of Hodu as the theme as we mentioned earlier we are now talking about B'nai Yisrael davening that Hashem should reveal the Geula mention, recognize Hashkach Hashem or in this world, right now we're in the Gullus, we're in a situation where we're not perfect and we don't see Hashem's protection, Hashem's involvement and relationship with us in this world. So all these different sections are going to be highlighting different aspects of that experience and the hope that that, that situation will change. The first section is basically recognizing that Hashem Baruch Hu will, um, does, helps B'nai Yisrael even when they're not deserving and Hashem expresses chesed and rachamim um, even when the Bnei Yisrael have sinned. The next section recognizes that Bnei Yisrael have a role in enabling Hashem's hashkacha in the world, and that allows for his more his future Hashem's future revelation of his nora in the world in the world as we develop and we become more improve ourselves as well. The third section moves on and is like a recognition that Akash Baruch Hu is going to be also recognizing himself as the Shofi Haaretz when he's going to pay vengeance against the people who have killed and hurt the Jews um, amidst the Gullus. The fourth section bounces then back to our recognition of Akash Baruch Hu's ability to, ability to save us and protect us and give us salvation. And we have a duty to be botach in that recognition. The fifth section then transitions from recognizing Akash Baruch Hu as the one who's rachamim, the one who's no came, the one who protects, the one who's going to be misgal himself, and, and then it's a call. It's an, we're actively now calling out to Akash Baruch Hu. In this section, we are now in this fifth section. We are now calling out to Akash Baruch Hu to save us um, and guide us, with the hope that Hashem will make us joyous and happy because of the Geula. In the sixth section, we then recognize and call out to Baruch Hu that we want Hashem's Chesed, a more proactive, not just recognizing Hashem's Chesed, but act, asking Kosh Baruch Hu to show Chesed upon us and save us. And the last section, the, eight, the seventh section, is really a conclusion of the entire request where Hashem actually responds and we recognize that relationship between Hashem as our God and Hashem recognizing that we are His people. And then we declare, hopefully, that Hashem will make us happy, and we're going to be actually praising Akash Baruch Hu because of that Geula.
So moving on into the details of that structure, the first section was where we recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give us, show us Rachem and Chesed, even though we are sinners. We first begin saying, Hashem is Rachem, and He's going to forgive our Averos, and He won't destroy us. And he'll increase. He'll add more uh, strength to calm his anger, and he won't be be inciting all of his, his chema. Um, this is a quite a pretty self-explanatory pasuk. However, the Malbim notes that the word af and chema have different connotations. Number one, the word af implies a more external type of anger, and chema is a more internal type of anger. And B'nai Yisrael are saying that while we now are in the Gullus and we now recognize that Hashem has expressed anger, and we ask, number one, that even though there's anger, there should be more rachamim, here Apo, with rachmanus. Um, however, there shouldn't be any chima, any internal anger and upsetness um, with the attempt to destroy us, because that'll be, that'll be way too much for B'nai Yisrael to handle. We then move on to the next Pasuk, where we say, Ata Hashem, you, Hashem, now we directly recognize Hashem. You will not uh, end your Rachmanus on me. Your Chesed and your MS will uh, constantly protect me. <clears throat> the Mabin understands this Pasuk to emphasize two different aspects of, of Rachmanus. Either Rachmanus because Hashem sees that we are completely his Lashem of its we're completely crushed and are suffering. Um, Hashem's not going to end his rachmanus seeing that we're in such a low state. Or, even if we're not in that low state, still Hashem's not going to let us um, aside, even if we're not in tzara, still he's going, to, he's going to protect us because of the chesed or the MS, either the chesed being something that we don't deserve and Hashem just expresses it. Or, um, Hashem has a previous haftacha um, that he's going to protect B'nai Yisrael. And those are going to be two, two methods of protection. Um, our first notes in lines of really the previous idea, the previous Pasuk in, in Hodu, that Hashem protects even sinners. Hashem won't will have mercy on us and not, and not destroy us um, and to, to uh, completely destroy our spiritual abilities to serve Hashem. Then we conclude this section by saying, Zuchor Hashem, remember your Rachmanus Hashem v'chasadacha and your Chesed for they are eternal. Again, our first notes that this is even when we sin, Hashem cares and Hashem does not reject us. Uh, on the actual psukim, the Radak understands that kimi olam hima means is a comment on Hashem's chesed and rachmanos. Hashem cared for us since the beginning of our, our inception from the womb and on, so we assume that it's going to be continuing as well um, and have that mercy continue on forward. The Malbim understands, however, that these are just two different aspects of prayer. We're asking for Ata Hashem Rachamecha, which refers to like the physical protection, and Chascha um, is referring to spiritual protection, and he hopes that Hashem will show kindness in both areas. So again, this first section is emphasizing that Hashem it shows Rachmanus to Bnei Yisrael even when they're not deserving, even though they're when they're in a bad state. Move on to the next set of psukim, the next section, where we talk about our role of of contributing to a, a, recognizing Hashem's invincibility, 
but also our role in showing Hashem's control and power. So we say, Tenu oz lelukim, give strength to Hashem, al Yisrael gavaso, over Yisrael is his majesty, v'uzo v'ashachakim, and his strength is in the skies. Uh, and the question really that's bothering the, the Mepharshim is, what does it mean, Tenu oz lelukim, how can you give strength physically or literally to HaKash Baruch Hu? So for that reason, Refersh understands it to be basically understanding that we have to recognize Tenu always give a recognition of Hashem's invincibility in directing Yisrael which is both a reference to Yisrael, the development of Yisrael, which is the Jewish history, and Hashem's running of the natural world. Um, however, the Mabim understands it, and this is the theme that the Mabim understand. that's the basis of our Abar theme for this subsection understands the word literally and he says that Akash Baruch Hu expresses a unique relationship with the world and B'nai Yisrael according to our, our actions so he understands the Pasuk as the following Tinu give oh, that came, give strength to Akash Baruch Hu, give strength to Hashem um, showing this unique expression of Hashkacha and in relationship with the world because Ayisol Gavaso um, because of it is on Yisrael where Hashem will be able to express His gaiva, His His His, his loftiness, His um, His majesty over the teva, and the ability to go over the, to run the world in the, through the powers of Shemayim and not through this miraculous supernatural interactions above nature is also al Yisrael on on Yisrael's responsibilities on their actions. And their involvement, which enables Hakadosh Baruch Hu to express this oz, this power. We continue in the next pasuk. Mikdash Hashem is Nora from the your Mikdash. Kel Yisrael who no saint oz, the God of Yisrael. He gives strength, Muslim and power to the people. Baruch Elokim, blessed is Hashem. Refresh explains this Pasuk like he explained the previous Pasuk, which is that we have to recognize Hashem's invincibility and power in the world. So, Nora Lokim, Nora Hashem, Hashem has Nora and awe. But he emphasizes that this is Mimik the Shecha. Refresh understands this, especially against those who are fighting against those who are holy, which is the Kla Yisrael. Those people who are against Akash Baruch Hu, they will recognize more so the awe of Akash Baruch Hu. But those who follow Hashem, Hunosin owes He gives this form of invincibility, as mentioned in the previous pasuk, a little like a little bit of model of that, a reflection of that. He gives it to Laam to his nation who follows Hashem, and they will they will baruch Kim, and this is a expression, a way to fulfill Ratzon Hashem, as Rish explains. The word baruch is is another expression, another way of saying that we're going to fulfill the Ratzon Hashem. And those people who fulfill Ratzon Hashem are going to have the Oz with Satsumos, the power and invincibility um, as a Baruch Hu. However, the Malbim understands this line to be, again, a reference to uh, the B'nai Yisrael's responsibility to express HaKash Baruch Hu's power in the world. Nora Lokim Mimik Beshecha. The Nora of Hashem stems, says the Malbim, from the Mikdash, either literally, as the Radak says, from the Mikdash, both, and, and he explains the reason why the Torah, the, the, the Tehillim emphasizes the plural word of Mikdash Echa, 
because it implies both the Mikdash Shomala and the Mikdash Shomata. Or, as the Mabim explains, this is really a reference to the Bnei Yisrael who are Miskadish, who are sanctified themselves before Akash Baruch Hu, and their actions enable Akash Baruch Hu's Nora, his awe, to be expressed in the world. And again, he gives the ability for the O's to be expressed to the Bnei Yisrael for that, that expression to be made. So again, following in this, this is the, seems to be the theme, either recognizing Hashem's invincibility or recognizing our role in having Hashem's invincibility expressed in the world. We then move on to the third section where we talk about Hashem's vengeance on the world. We say, Hashem, Hashem, who is no came, Hashem should be mafia, he should express that, he should express his revelation, raise the Shofit Arts should be raised, he should repay payment to those who take pride. Simple understanding of this, these two psukim, is as the Radaka explains that we're asking HaKash Baruch to pay vengeance against the enemies of Yisrael, who throughout the Galas have been killing B'nai Yisrael. We ask Hashem to be mofia and to express this, this midah of Nakama and show sh- uh, mishpat to the enemies who, who unjustifiably killed the B'nai Yisrael. It's interesting to note that Rashi understands the word hofia means not for the, B'nai, the the world to recognize, but for us to recognize that Hashem is still in our midst, even though we've been in the long gelas. It's interesting to note, though, we first understand this, these two psukim has two different points. The first point is saying that Hashem, even though he's expressing the Kama to the B'nai Yisrael, we ask Hashem to be mafia to show how this is progressing and creating a better situation long-term for B'nai Yisrael to develop and grow from the situation. Um, and then we ask Hashem to pay, in the next pasuk, to Hashem G'mol to pay justice to those who actually deserve this expression of vengeance. We then move to the fourth section, where after recognizing that in the Gullus we are suffering and the the nations of the world are destroying the Bnei Yisrael and we ask for vengeance, we call on Hashem to protect us and we're botach in Hashem. We say the following, Lashem HaYeshua, to Hashem is the Yeshua, al-Amlacha to your nation, you should, you should bless them, or is your blessing Salah? Rashi explains that these two different these two clauses, Lasham Hayeshua and Alamchavrichasacha, represent this relationship between Bnei Yisrael and Kal Yisrael. Hashem is responsible for saving us. Lasham Hayeshua, Hashem is going to save us. However, it's our duty that after we be saved, that we recognize that and bless Hakadosh Baruch and praise Him. We then move to the next pasuk, Hashem Tzvakos Imanu Hashem, who is of Hashem Tzvakos. He is with us. Miskablanu, he is a stronghold for us. Elokeiakov, who are the Elokeiakov Salah. Again, emphasizing that Hashem is going to protect us. Hashem Tzvakos, Hashem who is in charge of Hashem Tzvakos, who is Hashem Tzvakos. Ashrei Adam Poteach Bach, praiseworthy, is a person who is Poteach in him. Again, emphasizing this dichotomy that we recognize Hashem is going to protect us, and it's our duty, it's our responsibility to be Poteach in Hashem. We have this relationship with him, even amidst the gullus. We then move on to the fifth section, 
where we transfer from, we really transition from recognizing Hashem as all these different, with all these different midos, as, as a being who is, shows Rachmanas and Chesed, where we recognize our role in expressing that um, O's of Akash Baruch that interaction with Hashem is upon us, and we recognize His in, in, invincibility. We rec- after recognizing Akash Baruch as the Kel Nakamos, and that it's our duty and our responsibility to have that relationship to be with in Him, we now call out to Akash Baruch to protect us and save us. We say, Hashem Hoshia, Hashem save us, HaMelech of Yom Karinu. It is not clear who exactly is the Melech and how the breakdown works. If the Melech is being Ona, something else, or he's saying Hashem Hoshiyah as well. This is the dispute amongst the Mepharshim. Refersh and the Radak explain the Melech is referring to Hashem. The people are praying to Gosh Baruch Hu, Hashem Hoshiyah, Hashem save us. And HaMelech, the king, Yanin of Yom Karina, Hashem will answer us on our days. Now, Refersh explains that the emphasis of the word HaMelech, why we're we emphasizing the Mida of Malchus here, is not just as a recognition of Hashem as the king, but it's our duty to, our responsibility to maintain that relationship of Malchus. And that entails commitment and servitude for the king. And with that, Hashem will protect us because it will enable us to fulfill our duty as subjects to the king. Alternatively, the Ibn Ezra and the Mabim understand the Melech to be referring to Davon Melech, a Jewish king. The Mabim understands this Pasuk the following. Biyom Karinu, on the day that we call Tarakash Baruch Hu, Hamelech Yaninu, the king will call out Hashem Oshiyah. Hashem is the one who's going to protect us. We recognize um, his, his protection. Alternatively, uh, Ibn Ezra, as he understands it, is, is a little bit different, not that the king will be calling out Hashem Oshiyah, but rather Biyom Karinu Hashem Oshiyah, on the day that the people call out Hashem save us, Hamelech Yaninu, the king will say, Amen. He will answer Amen as well, that this should be the case. It's a tefillah that Hashem should answer us. We then say, We call to Akash Baruch Hashem, save your people, and bless your Nachala, Urim, and guide them, and Nasim, raise them, Adolam, until uh, for, forever and ever. And the simple understanding of this, as explained by the Radak, is saying Hashem should protect us from our enemies. The Malvin adds a little bit more nuance, and he explains that we ask Hashem to save us because we're your nation. But the aspect of bracha, of tosevis bracha, adding more uh, blessing into the world is because of nachla, because we're going to be a nation which will be continue like an inheritance which is continuing forever and ever. And because of that, that's a special reason to have continual bracha. And that should be another reason as well, not just why we should be guided as a nation, but nas aim raised more and more, Adalama forever, because of this aspect of Nachala, which is an internal concept which continually, inherent that continually goes and goes. We then add in another Pasuk about our request for Hashem to protect us. Nafshenu, our, our soul, Chikas al-Hashem, is waiting for Hashem. Ezreinu, he's our help, Umagininuhu, and our shield. Um, the Radak explains that this part, this Pasuk is a comment made by the Bnei Yisrael, who are basically yearning for Hashem and hoping in Hashem. And, that, and then the reason is, it's because, why are they being chikas al Hashem? It's because of the bitachon of the previous section, that he is Ezreinu Magini Nehu, that he is our help and our shield. The Malbim adds that the emphasis of chikasa means waiting even when it's not comfortable and it's not immediate. And the protection is Ezreinu, a natural protection, Magini Nehu, and protection from 
um, human calamity, human disaster, wars, and other things like that. We conclude the section by expressing our hopeful feelings. Because we have bitachon in your shame kacho, Hashem, we express we're going. We're, our our heart is happy because we know Hashem will protect us. And the Malbim adds that even this is a comment on the long way of chikisa. That even though it's taking so long, we know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we have confidence in um, His guarantee that He's going to protect us. And we know shame kacho that we know as the word shame implies an access point. We know we have connection. We know we have an access to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that is our source of bitachon even though we have to wait. Moving on to the sixth section, after asking Akash Baruch Hu for protection and us and salvation, we now move and say, Hashem should save us, and ask Hashem to save us, not just because of any zechuyos, but because of pure chesed. We begin by saying the following, It should be the chesed of Hashem on us, reciprocal to the way we waited for Akash Baruch Hu. The Malbim notes, in light of the previous Pasuk, really, we ask for Hashem not just to give us Geula, but we should have it speedily and not have the issue of Chikisa because we waited. We have so much faith in Akash Baruch Hu. Uh, but it's really an expression of Chesed. We continue on in the next Pasuk, we ask Hashem to show your Chesed, and your Yeshua, you should give it to us. Again, the Radak highlighting the, the importance of Chesed. Uh, he explains that we're asking Hashem to show this Chesed, show us this protection even though we don't deserve it. He should teach in line and give it to us like a gift. We conclude with this subsection by saying, Hashem, go up, stand, arise, and save us, and redeem us for the sake of your chesed. Again, not because of our zechuyos, but because of your chesed. The Malbim on this Pasuk notes that we're asking for two things, Ezra and Pidiya. Pidiya is a bodily protection, and the Ezra uh, is a spiritual protection, a spiritual salvation. We conclude with the seventh section after we ask Kashbarcha for protection, both uh, just protection and even mitzvah chesed, even though we don't deserve it. We actually now have a conclusion with a response and a, res- and, and a response from Kashbarcha and our response to that as well. We start by saying, Anochi Hashem, Akacha Hashem responds, I am Hashem your God. Hamalcha Meris Mitzrayim, who took you out of Mitzrayim, Hercha Picha Vamaleu, open your mouth wide and I will fill it up. And the simple understanding of this is that Hashem is responding to all the requests that Hashem says, I will, fuf- I will fulfill what you've requested, and I will take you out on the same way I took you out of Mitzrayim. Our first notes that this is not just a guarantee. Hashem is actually giving us a demand for us to fulfill, a role for us, a mission for us to fulfill. He says Hashem responds, or first explains that Hashem is responding to our tefillos by saying, Anoch Hashem halkecha malcha. I took you up, and not just took you up. We, I elevated you, elevated you from the light language of ma'aleh to rise up, and all that is in a function of your now duty, if you're, because of your heightened, elevated status, to serve me and fulfill my word. To this, the Bnei Israel now respond both as a in a general recognition of praise, praise to Hu, and then in a more personal response by saying the following. Ashrei Amshakah Halo, praiseworthy worthy is a nation that this is to him. And we'll see what that means. Ashrei Amshashem Lakav, praiseworthy is the nation that Hashem is his God. And just, just striking from the language, we start saying, 
Shashem al Kav, Hashem is the God of Bnei Israel, and the previous pasuk is Hashem recognizing that He's Hashem al Kacha, He's the God of the Bnei Israel. So there's this response, there's this recognition of the relationship that's going on, and that's being reflected in both these pasukim in this response. In terms of the Shakachalo, what is this that makes the nation praiseworthy? So Rashi and the Radak explain it's the Hatzlacha that Hashem is going to save them. However, the Malbim explains, emphasizing really the importance of Elokov and the previous Pasuk of Hashem recognizing that he's Elokacha, that Shekach Elo is the fact that Hashem is with us. That is the reason why we have to be praised, praised we are praised, because we have this relationship with the Kosh Baruch Hu. And with that, we now have a personal expression of thanks to Kosh Baruch Hu, Vani, as for me, me as the nation of Israel, I rely on your chesed Hashem, my, my heart will be joyous in your salvation, I will sing to Hashem because you have reciprocated to me and you have given me redemption. It's interesting to know that the Grub mentions that these three clauses of and emphasize three different points about Bitachon that was emphasized in the previous sections. The first is the I, I was Boteach in your Chesed even when I wasn't deserving, even when I was in a terrible situation, the Neisarah. Um, I looked into your Chesed. I looked into your Yeshua. I didn't look to anyone else. And Ashir Lashem, once I was saved, I was I didn't forget about you and I still recognize you, Akash Baruch Hu, which again emphasizes the relationship point. The Mabam has a different emphasis of this Pasuk. It begins with his assumption that the word Gil is different than the word Simcha. Simcha means a constant, unsurprising joy, versus Gil is a, a new type of Simcha that wasn't expected. And he says, why is the Torah, why is the Navi, in, or the Tehillim, using the Pasuk, the word Gil, in this Pasuk, if, in fact, that Davar Malach is Voteach already, in Hashem's salvation, What's the new simcha that's being expressed in the Yeshua Hashem? And he explains that Davra Melch has a new appreciation of what the reason for this salvation was, and it highlights the unique nature of the relationship with him and Bnei Enakosh Baruch Hu. And the Mabim explains the following, that Davra Melch was saying, I originally thought and based my bitachon on your chesed, that the reason why I was going to be saved was because I didn't deserve it, and it was all through the Miras HaChesed of HaKosh Baruch Hu saving me. However, when I was actually saved, I had this new Simcha, and I was Ashur Hashem, and I sang to Hashem because I realized, because Hashem saved me, not because simply because of Chesed, but because Hashem viewed my actions appropriate and significant, and therefore He reciprocated. He was Gamal, according to what I have done. And that shows not just a one-sided relationship of true chesed, but it shows really a two-way, a two-sided relationship between Akash Baruch Hu and man, man being able to have a, a significant relationship and impact in this world on Hashem's relation, revelation of, the, of Hashgach Hashem in the world. And that was the simcha, the new simcha that was revealed. And it's really a very fitting end because the entire discussion of until now was us hoping and Akash Baruch Hu asking for chesed but also recognizing that we have a duty, at least in the eyes of the Malbim, to express the invincibility, the Oz, Tinu Ozle Lokim, and that has been fulfilled at the end of days, at the end of this uh, parak, so to uh, end of this section of Hodu. So just to review the big picture, we begin the first section 
or subsection of this part of Hodu where Bnei Israel are in Galus and they're asking Hashem to protect them. They first recognize that Hashem is going to be going to be showing Rachmanus to Bnei Israel, even though they're not deserving, even though they're full of sin. But they also recognize in the second section, at least according to the Malbim's understanding, that they have a duty to, rec- to express Akash Baruch Hu's owes through their actions uh, and express invincibility of Hashgach Hashem's supernatural abilities over nature to the world. Um, alternatively, it's for them to recognize Hashem's invincibility in the world. They also recognize that in the Galus Hashem, it, um, Hashem has enabled the nations of the world to kill them and ruin them, and they ask that Hashem express his his midas mishpat onto the nations of the world that have been killing them and give do justice to what they what these people um, deserve. The next section emphasizes again the ability that Hashem will, will in the end give Yeshua to Bnei Yisrael, and they recognize that it's their job to be boteach b'Hashem because Hashem will deliver. Then transitioning from the recognition of Hashem as being all these expressing all these midos. B'nai shall now call out to B'nai shall, to Hashem to protect them. They say, Hashem Mashiach, Hashem should save us. Either the, the king's going to answer us or we, the king's going to call out that Hashem should save us. Basically calling Hashem to save them even though it's taking a long time. They know that Hashem's going to answer, answer the tefillos and they're going to be happy for that because of that bitachon. Then they move on to the next request that even if they don't deserve anything. It should be through Miyasaches that Hashem should save them, and it should be quick and, and speedy. Ultimately, Hashem responds in the last subsection that He's going to take them out, and He recognizes that there's this relationship of, of Hashem al Kacha, and we recognize that Hashem is al Kav, and that's something that's praiseworthy. Ashrei Am Shekachalo, as well as the fact that it's our duty because to serve Hashem because He's Malacha, He took us out of Eretz Mitzrayim, and we recognize that Hashem is going to take us out and we're going to sing praises to HaKash Baruch Hu, and not just praises for the salvation but recognition that as the Mabim explains we have a unique relationship with HaKash Baruch Hu, and part of that is the is exactly what we've been asking for asking HaKash Baruch Hu for um, during this time in the exile and looking at the big picture of this really this tefillah of Hodu in the placement of our davening after we start inaugurating um, our Pesuki Zimra with First, a general recognition of how tefillah works with Mizrach Shachanakas of Isa David, and then moving on to Baruch Shemar, where we basically initiate a pledge of Hashem. We're going to say tefillah praises to Hashem to enable us to recognize Hashem and commit ourselves more to Avodas Hashem. Hodu in its totality is a is a, a very interesting combination. It's a combination of a hakdama to Hakavas Hakarbonos as historically Hodu has been recited. Um, but it's also a, it's a vision for the future, both of how our job in recognizing Hashem's role and our duty to fulfill Ratzon Hashem. But it's also, at least emphasized in the second part, it's a very realistic expression of how we are yearning for this greater fulfillment of His Gailus, this revelation of Akash Baruch Hu in the world and being able to have the Gula properly exper- experienced, which in many ways, even though it's in some ways a bakasha, it, it highlights really what the relationship we have with B'nai, with Akash Baruch Hu is. We want to have that close relationship with him. And Tzfilah, especially amidst the, the Gullus, where we don't have the access to Karbanos, Tzfilah is one of the best ways 
that we could connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through that and have that relationship and have our, our actions have an impact in developing that relationship. And in many ways, this Tzfilin's totality is a very beautiful way of starting the Tzfilin process and really the Tzfilin process in general uh, as we start our day.